Namaste and welcome to the Purnayog podcast. I am Shikha and today we are going to talk about fear. Now before we begin, I want to share with you the purpose behind today's episode because it's a sensitive topic. Fear can be fearful. And this episode no way says that you are wrong or weak in feeling fearful. And those of you who listen to me regularly or listen to this podcast regularly know that I would be the last person to ask you to not feel something. Today's episode is to draw your attention to how fear limits your growth. And it does that by impacting our risk taking and facing a challenge ability. It also is to draw your attention to the fact that everyone has fears. What are the tools available for showing up to our fears? And how we can always seek more help to do the inner work. So imagine if you had no fears. Nothing would scare you. How would your life be? Biologically, fear exists to keep us safe. That means our fear by itself as a feeling belongs. When we perceive a danger to our being, fear kicks in and allows us to adapt and survive. Back in the days, right in the beginning of the civilization and the times of the kings and the wars, fear kept us alive by pushing us to stay alert and alert against animals or the sudden attacks of a war. But in the modern day, Majority of us do not need to take life or death decision on a daily basis. And yet we find ourselves living in fear and being gripped by it. Physiological changes triggered by fear include rapid heartbeat. The blood flow to the logical part of the brain decreases and the more survival instincts kick in. The blood flow is directed towards the limbs to enable you to throw a punch or run. The blood flow to the stomach is reduced as digestion is not really high priority at the time when we are feeling fear. And the muscles in the body tense up to protect the organs. So much changes when we feel fear. The problem is not fear. The problem is our inability to separate one reason from the another. The fear of being not good enough is not the same as the fear of not walking down a narrow, dark lane in the night. We find ourselves in trouble when we are not able to make this distinction that there are different reasons why fear arises. We all have fears going to the dentist now this is one of my personal fears or used to be one of my personal fears we also have the fear of losing someone someone we love we have fear of thunderstorms maybe the list is really endless anxiety is also a type of fear and it arises because of worrying about the future when fear and anxiety become a pattern in our life they become a problem so it is necessary to face all our fears 
Is it really important then we go out and face all of our fears? We have to make a choice. If you fear snakes, for example, and you live in a city, you don't have to go searching for poisonous snakes to get over your fear. So up till now we understand that by definition, fear is an emotion created in our mind. The basis of this emotion could be real or an imagined threat. The imagined scenario of threat can feed our fear up to a point that it becomes all-consuming. Most of the times, since these are our imagined and exaggerated scenario, they don't even happen. So fear as an emotion is not the problem. The problem is how we hold this emotion in our mind. So let's talk about how we can hold fear better or even overcome it. There is a process and this process takes time and a lot of work, but it can be a huge catalyst to our growth. The number one thing that we can really do is to get to know our fear. That's why it's sometimes called as the fear of the unknown. I have been afraid and scared, not knowing what is causing the emotion. And if I had not taken the time out to know, I would have never overcome it. And this is for different things in my life. One such thing is, um, I have always avoided going to the gym. When I looked deeper, I realized that I was afraid of strength training. Why? Because I feared that I would injure my back and specifically my back. Why? Because a long time back, my sister had had a slipped disc while she was trying to lift a heavy bucket and that fear got instilled in my mind. Once I got to know this, I started by working out only with a coach who was extremely, extremely particular about the form. I also made a conscious choice to take it easy and not be driven by my ego to lift heavier weights than I was maybe comfortable with or even lesser than I could, especially at the beginning, so I could ease out. The best way to understand or identify fear is to write it down. That way it is right in front of us to be dealt with. Identifying and stating the fear is the first step. Only once it is identified can we take the next course of our action. The next important thing when it comes to overcoming or dealing with fear is to show up. Don't think about overpowering, overcoming, controlling, ignoring, fighting or blocking your fear. Just think of showing up. I will show up in front of my fear and just focus on that. And then you may say to yourself, and then I will see how I feel about it. I might overcome it today, or maybe I wouldn't. It doesn't matter. I'm just choosing courage and I'm only doing my best. And that is what I really need to do. This is how you show up in front of your fear. The third very important aspect of dealing or overcoming fear is the practice of gratitude. Gratitude lessens the impact of fear because it automatically 
really brings our attention to what we have. When we experience difficult times, it's easy to drop into fear and feel overwhelmed. It is hard to stay grounded. A gratitude practice enables us to take support from counting on our blessings and seeing the bright side of things. The act of being fearful is future-oriented, while gratitude is deeply rooted in the present. Another important aspect of overcoming fear is to release control and get curious instead. We believe that to overcome fear, we must control everything that is related to our fear. But the fact is, the only thing that we can really control is our response to fear. And hence, when we try to control too much and things don't go our way, we get even more fearful. The thing to always remember is that everything is not up to us. So while we make the choices, how someone else reacts or the outcome of the situation is not in our control. Don't try to control your fear. Get curious about the whys and the hows of that instead. For example, your fear could be asking your boss for a leave. Then your answer could be, your boss might say no and so you wouldn't get the leave. Or the boss might get angry at you and shout. The boss might think that you're lazy, but does that really make you lazy? And then understand that these are only momentary reactions, if they happen, that is. But unless you ask for the leave, you're definitely not getting it. So it's, it's basically choosing that 50-50 scenario. You may not get the leave, but when you don't ask for it, you're definitely not getting it. The next important thing when it comes to fear is that try to do one thing that scares you every day. We know that growth happens outside our comfort zone. A very wonderful quality of the human mind that enables us to grow and get better. And the best part is that the mind gets better with training. So every day do something that scares you. The smallest of the things, I'm not talking about big things, not talking about the big fears, but the small things. A task, a workout, a handstand practice, an uncomfortable talk, coming in front of the camera, or talking to a group of people, addressing them together. Whatever it is that scares you, make it a habit to get uncomfortable. When we take up a challenge and move beyond our comfort zone, the brain releases dopamine, the I accomplished something hormone. And this keeps us on the path of facing our fears and we develop the habit of getting out of our comfort zone. The next one is a very important thing that we could do when we come face to face with fear. It is called focusing on staying embodied. We have established that fear is worrying about what may happen. So it's important to draw our focus to the present when we are gripped with fear. Our body and our breath are always in the present. They're always in the now. And so focusing on the breath by deepening it 
shifts our mind from the sympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for fright and flight responses or fear, towards the parasympathetic nervous system, which is more calm. When we stay embodied in our physical being and breath in the space and time that we are in right now, we deal with fear better. And last but not the least, and so very, very important, pace it out. Take time in overcoming or becoming familiar to your fear. You may, maybe you don't want to go head on into it, and I urge you not to go head on into it, especially the first time around. Go slow because you don't want to overwhelm yourself. Approach it with patience and kindness. Focus on taking one step at a time. Our aim is to gradually work with it rather than succumbing ourselves to it completely. In the world that we live in, it has become conventional to lead with fear. It has become the tool for control because it's easier to control with fear. From our performance appraisals at work to constantly feeling not good enough to how the youth is made to believe that they are not doing enough, to how the kids are being said that they have to do it all, otherwise they are not worth much or they will not get enough opportunities. Fear is what we are living in. Fear is the enemy of creativity. It's the enemy of joy, the enemy of flow of life and it's the enemy of our growth into our true potential. It is what stops us from tapping into our untapped potential because it grips us and doesn't allow us to take that step. I hope today's episode gives you a reason and tools to hold your fear better so that it doesn't hinder your growth. If you would like to work on your fears and would like to get on a conversation around it, drop me an email. I wish you well-being. Namaste. And don't forget to subscribe to the Purnayo channel and show some love by rating it. It would mean the world to me. Thank you so very much.